Learning in the Maral, we spoke about the first two parts of the Pasuk. While the Ner is the, the Mitzvah is compared to a Ner, and the Torah is compared to R. Not just to R, we also spoke about why the Torah is called an Eitz Chaim. As we saw, it's the connection to Chaim which the person holds on to, so he manages to attach himself to that source of Chaim too. Now we come to the next part of the Pasuk, the Derech Chaim, which is the Chochos Musa. And as we saw in the other Chazal, that the Malachim were stationed to prevent Adam Arishan returning to Ganeden, and they were there to guard two things. The Pasuk says, Lishmar is Derech Chaim. But the way the Midrash learned that was Lishmar is Derech, is one thing, the Derech is the Derech Eretz, and the Eitzachaim is the Torah. So the Torah we spoke about. Now let's look what the derech is. What he calls the derech, eretz, or even the derech chaim. And the Maral explains, The reason it's called the derech, derech It doesn't veer to the right or to the left. It remains yasher, it remains straight. Any root which is yosher, which is straight, is called a derech chaim. Because the derech is something which is bounded by the techachas musar. And musar is to prevent a person following after his instincts or his yitzarim, which is what causes him to connect to musar. Now what the Maral is saying in these few words is a, a principle which the Ramam explains to us in Hilchus Deus. So let's elaborate a bit to explain. And the Ramam says that every person's journey in life could be compared to a person who's on a narrow bridge crossing a yawning chasm. And if he remains on the bridge, step by step, then he's going to cross the chasm and arrive safely at the other side. But if he steps off the bridge in either direction, then he's going to plunge into the abyss. Now, therefore, if a person's navigating his way through life, if what's directing him is the yosher, is what's correct, and the right thing to do, that keeps him on course. And it keeps him foot, firmly footed on the bridge. But a person has bad medicine and a person has Yitzharim. And these tendencies tend to pull him, each one, in its own direction. And that means pulling him away from the Derech Hayashar instead to follow a type of, to follow a bad medicine. And that's what's pulling him off that bridge. Each middle which pulls a person tends to pull to its own extreme. And in any case that happens, then that, that person has left the Derech HaYoshar. And he's now following the Yetzirah. He's following his bad tendencies or his middles in the route which leads to destruction. And therefore, Rambam says that the person is able to balance his middles with his Seichel and always ensure that the decisions he takes and the steps that he walks are based on 
his what he knows is correct, the Yesher, and not following the wills and wi- the wiles and the whims of his midas, is a person who's staying on the Derech Yashar, which he calls the Derech Hashem. That's the root which brings him to Chaya Olam. Whereas a person who does follow Yetzirah has already connected to Ra, has already connected to a source of Mesir. And therefore, if we're going to talk about the route back to Gan Eden, the route back to Gan Eden is also has a derech. And the derech is the person who maintains a path which is consistently returning to Gan Eden. Whereas the person who steps off that path has already connect, has already lost, so to speak, his footing and is headed towards Mesa instead. So that's why it's called the derech. It's the, a road that a person is walking which can bring him back to, der- to Gan Eden again. Now, what's the tool that a person has to restrain those yitzarim, those instincts and impulses which try and put him away? That's what he says, Techachas Musa. And therefore, the derechai, the way to remain on the road of life, is having Techachas Musa, is the ability to self-regulate, and if necessary, control oneself, that is able to overcome whatever yates or temptations might be. The Techachos Musa is what holds a person in check from his physical part So he shouldn't follow his impulses which are normal for him because he's a physic, his body is physical but the root which will follow his physical impulses will bring him to the Satan will bring him to the Ra and therefore the Musa which keeps him away from those mistakes keeps him away from Misa because that's a path which is not straight and now the, the Maral is going to bring a Midrash a Midrash which needs explanation he himself is going to explain it later but he brings it here only because he wants to bring a proof to what we just said. Obviously this Midrash, when you hear it, you understand there's lots of music information, but that the Maral himself will leave for later. And it's a Midrash in Bereshit's Rabbi. And the Midrash asks, when's the first time, when's the first time that it says the letter Samach in the Torah? And the Midrash says, the first time that we find the Samach in the Torah is when it's talking about the creation of Chava. And the Pasuk says that the flesh was taken from Odom's side to create Chava. And after that it says, Vayiskor basor tachtena. Hashem covered it over, so to speak, with skin. And the word Vayiskor has a Samach. It says the Medrash, that's the first Samach in the Torah. And why would the first Samach in the Torah be used in relation to the creation of a woman? The Medrash says, because never Chava, never Satan when she was created, the Satan was created with her. Which, as I said previously, needs explanation. The next part of the Midrash is equally perplexing. And the Midrash asks a question. And the Midrash says that, that that's not the first time there's a Samach in the Torah. The first time there's a Samach in the Torah is when it's referring to the rivers which left Canaan. And it talks about the first river, which was Soive Veskoer Tzachavira. <laughs> 
It circled the land of Chavila. And the second one was Saibiv called Eretz Kush. So the word Saibiv also has a Samach. And we see by the rivers that the words, the letter Samach has already been used. So how could the Midrash claim that the first Samach is used in relation to the Chavit? And the Midrash answers that, that we can't bring a Raya from those Pesukim because those are talking about rivers. And that's the difference. So obviously that also needs explanation. What's the difference if the Samach is talking about rivers? But what the Maral brings this Midrash, we read it inside. When the lady was created, the Satan was created with her. She never said The first Samach it says in the Torah is when by the birth by the when the lady is formed it says Hashem closed the flesh around her. And now the Gemara asks, the Midrash asks, it says that the passage before that, about the river which circled the land of Chavira, that's talking about rivers. So the Maral says, We'll explain this Midrash later on. What he wants is one thing, and that is the idea of the Samach. Every letter, which isn't a circle, has a beginning and an end. The idea of a Samach is that it's a letter without a beginning, without an end. And therefore, every other letter could be considered part of a derech. It's a process, it's a mahalach which a person is going from one to the other. As opposed to a samach which circles itself. And therefore, it's the opposite of a derech. A person isn't going forward, a person isn't moving, he's remaining or returning to the same place. And that's why the samach is the letter which represents the satan. Because instead of being part of a process which helps the person grow, and work towards something which circles on itself. And therefore the Samach represents the Satan. Again, the idea of the lady and the rivers and all that we'll talk about later on. But the concept he wants to bring out of this is that that's why the Gemara uses the Lashen, the Pasuk about the Samach is connected to the Satan. It's the antithesis of Derech. It's something which circles itself or remains in the same place. Okay, that's a side point. So, what have we seen so far? Two things. Number one, there's a mahalach. Like the, where, where do you want to start this? A person in this world, locked as he is, and blinded as he is by the physical world surrounding him, by his own physical body, struggles to find a connection to eternity. Struggles to find a connection to Hashem. And what are the tools that he has to return there? The one is the or. The one is the light. Whether it's the light he generates by doing mitzvahs, or whether it's the connection to the eternal light of Torah. And the second is the, is the derech achayim. And that is, using his mind to overcome his mitzvahs in every situation, that he remains on, on a track towards what will bring him to towards what will bring him back to Canada. Because the Gemara already says that there's no punishment and there's no death without Avera. And therefore if a person withstands Avera 
So he remains in the path which brings to life. Rav Dasla says, even those few people about whom the Gemara says that they didn't do Averis, and then the Gemara asks, so how did they die? And the Gemara says that they They died because of the designs of the snake. So Avdesa says the Pshatna doesn't mean that they did nothing wrong, but because of Hashem's Gzer that people should die. They died even though they were completely blameless, completely worthy. They wouldn't say they would say Hashem or something like that. But the Ayat Shalachash means that they didn't do any Averis because of their own faulty judgments or because of their own uh, mistakes in following the Yetzirah. But being as they're human beings, and human beings are imperfect, so they must have made mistakes too. But that could be blamed on the snake. That could be blamed on the inherent, so to speak, imperfection of being human. So yes, without any averages, no one will die. But uh, even people who didn't exercise their own Bechira wrong, ever, nevertheless, there would be always those things which were incorrect due to the fact that a person is a person. That's what's called Ba'atish al-Nakhash. That's the result of the human imperfection which came from the influence of this life. And therefore, the person would be able to maintain his path on the Derech HaChaim, so that would also bring back to Gan Eden. And now the morale is going to tell us the reward for these two levels. The Torah has a reward, promises that will be good for you and you have lengthy days. You'll have the ultimate goodness. And will be eternal. And what are these two things rewards for? If you're talking about what's the Tzayv Gomer, the real reward, that's the connection to that spiritual R. The R which is generated by Torah Mitzvahs. Like the Gemara says at the beginning of Psachim, that a person should always lie on him, A person should always go out at the best time. And the Gemara explains that to mean when it's light outside. So we understand that there's a correlation between something which we would in, intrinsically call R and the way that, that relates to the person is something which is Tzayv. Something which is good. So we're talking about what's good for a person, it's that connection to the R. And it's Farah Tiyamim. It's without limit in time, it's internal. And he says, And the Musa which a person uses to curb his Yetzahara, to keep himself in the Derech HaChaim, is what gives him his Arichus Yamim. Why? Because life which is Mesuruk Mina Misa, which is detached from Misa, Aydei Musa, so when a person has detached himself from the satan, from the rat, from doing wrong, then Musa has no hold of him. And therefore, Through doing mitzvahs and learning Torah, a person will get to the eventual reward, which is the light, the light of the Torah on a much higher level, which the tzaddikah will appreciate in the future. Because the light that a person generates for himself by doing mitzvahs, or the, the much stronger light 
of the Torah that a person can connect to. That's the R. Barichas Yamim, Shonitris, Aida Musa, Shemasarikas, Adam in Amisa, the Kachachos Musa. And then the other part of the reward is the fact that it will be without shear. And the way a person is Zaycha, so that, that concept of life without limits, is by detaching from Ra. Because what limits life is the Yetzara, is the Ra, is the Satan. And when a person is able to, de- so to speak, detach themselves from that Mesa, or what brings to it, so they can enjoy the content of life which is eternal. So let's see how this applies in the context of a Mitzvah. One of the times the Mitzvah says this Lashon, the Torah says this Lashon, the man Yitzvah Lach Barach Tiyomim, he's talking about the Mitzvah of Kibbut Avayim. So the reward for Kibbut Avayim is you'll get the Tov and you'll get the Mitzvahs. How does that work? So, there's two parts to the Mitzvah. The one is, Kibbut Avayim is not always an easy Mitzvah, it's a long-lasting mitzvah, and a person has to do the mitzvah with all its conditions. That's the yitzvah. That's the case which is good for you, and uh, the, as a result of the R which the mitzvah provides, so then a person gets rewarded. Kibbutz Aim is also a mitzvah which could come with sufficient yitzvah with a number of midas if they're always on human interaction between different people, which could play their part in trying to prevent the person doing the mitzvah. And if a person manages to overcome all those temptations and the various mitzvahs, do the mitzvah properly, then he gets the arachti yomim as well. He'll get the, the arichus yomim, which comes from having detached himself from the ra, which is what shortens a person's life. That's just an example. And that applies to the whole Torah as, a, as a one unit. And that is that it says about the whole Torah too. That by keeping the Torah, so that itself is the source of the man Yitav Lach, we're good for you. And by overcoming whatever Yetzirah, whatever middle, whatever temptation there may be to break the Torah, that's Varach Yamim. It also gives a person his attachment to Arichus Yamim. To life which isn't limited and isn't bounded by the Satan. Which, as we understand, obviously, would have been the case had Adam Rishon not done their very originally. Had Adam not done their very originally, so you would have had the same two things. You would have had the reward, which was the toy for obeying Hashem, and having dis- disconnected himself completely from the Satan, from the Yetzirah, he wouldn't, his lifetime wouldn't have been limited. Now, Adam was zeichet to that as the potential in this world. Other people following after Adam, so we don't have that opportunity here in this world. But the principle holds true. And that is the the reward of Gan Eden for us will be the same. The Taif and the Yamim will be based on the, the, the amount of Taif is based on the amount of Torah and Mitzvahs we've connected to. And the concept of Arachti Yamim is how much we've distanced ourselves from the Satan, who is a source of Misa, and therefore we zayich in place of that to eternal life. That's what we wanted to see in the Maral. Just on the pasuk we brought before, there's one more interesting point to discuss. Not from the Maral, but if you already quoted the pasuk, that after the sin of Adam and Rishon, so it says that Hashem chased the man of the Eden, and He put the kruvim. To guard the Derech Etzachai. 
and Adam wouldn't return to Gan Eden. And he wouldn't be able to, so to speak, travel back to Darach HaChaim or reconnect to the Torah. How did that happen? What prevented Adam from doing that? So I'll tell you an absolutely unbelievable parish of the, Maram, Maram, the Ramami Pana. A Makubal, a Talmud of a Talmud of the Rizal. And he, there's one more phrase that Torah uses. And that is what was put there was the The flame, or I should say the blade of the sword which was spinning. What does that mean? So, the Ramah explains that if the derech to the to the to back to Ganadin would remain constant, and a person would be able to keep on that derech the whole time, he would eventually get there. But there's something else which happens also, and that is the smitapeches. It keeps turning. And not only that, there's something called the light acherif. There's a blade of the sword, which prevents a person continuing, so to speak, in with one thought or one one idea in their mind the whole time. So what makes it difficult to remain in the derech achaim is that the derech doesn't remain straight. It's misapeches. It turns, and a person has to understand at each turn how to navigate those turns to remain in the derech. And when it comes to getting back to the Eitz Achayim, which is the Torah, what prevents a person getting back to that Torah is the Light Acherif. So to maintain concentration and focus on one thing in Torah, without interruptions, without extraneous thoughts, without losing focus, is very difficult. What makes that happen is that Light Acherif. What makes it happen is that there's a, something which cuts, so to speak, the sequence of a person's thoughts on a certain topic and therefore he never focuses on it enough to be able to attach completely to the Torah again. Because the Ramah writes that if a person would be able to do that, then they would reconnect to the Eitz What's an absolutely fascinating side note to this, something I heard from Ramesh Shabir Zakharin Yavracha, is that the Ramah himself lived with this principle and he trained himself somehow to maintain focus on whatever he was learning without allowing any other thoughts to enter his mind. But the Ramah was worried that if he did that for too long, his Nisham would leave his body. He would get back to Ganadin. And therefore his Shamas had a job every two or three hours to come into the room and ask him a question or bring him a drink or something to, so to speak, to interrupt his un- uninterrupted focus on what he was learning. And the story as I heard it from Reb Moshe goes, and one time the Shamash got busy with something else and he forgot to come in and disturb the Ramah. And when he did come in a few hours later, the Ramah had been lifted. Which is an unbelievable thing. In other words, the possibility of getting back to the Eitz exists. Hashem put two barriers in place to stop it happening. The one is that the Derech HaChaim is Misapeches and, the other, and therefore it's harder to follow that Derech. And the other one is when it comes to using the Eitz Achayim, the Torah, as the means to get back to Ganeidin, so it's a Lata It's something which interrupts a person's focus and concentration on what he's learning, and therefore it's never long enough continual, so to speak, application to Torah, which will bring a person there. But if 
such a thing were possible as we see in the story of the Ramah, so then the, 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 that's root back to the Eitz The root back to the Eitz still exists.